Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at just how fast does the Grim Reaper walk and what are some things you can do to make sure that you walk faster than the Grim Reaper. So if that's something that interests you, then you need to check out last week's podcast. Well, this week, as I'm looking out the window, the leaves are coming out on the trees, the flowers are blooming, we're right in the the midst of spring. And spring means warmer weather, we're able to be outside more, unless, of course, you're plagued by allergies and then you might want to stay until the pollen calms down. But we're going to get outside more, we're going to be exercising in the sun a little more, and we need to make sure that we stay completely hydrated. As the temperature goes up and the sweat rate goes up, we need to make sure that we are doing our best to stay hydrated so we can operate at peak performance and feel our best. Now, if you go back to episode 17, we discussed a lot of the things that can happen if you're partially dehydrated and what you can do under normal circumstances to make sure that you stay hydrated. But the more you exercise, the warmer your body gets, the more water you're going to lose. If you're not hydrated, your attitude is going to be worse. Your ability to concentrate, your cognitive status is going to be worse. And it makes exercise feel more difficult. And if it's more difficult, then it's going to be less fun. And we're trying to make fitness funner. So as we all look forward to going out hiking or kayaking or playing at the pool, running, walking on the beach, walking your dog, biking, gardening, we're all going to perspire more. And we're all going to attack these with different levels of intensity. Some people, they're going to do a kayak as a float trip. And some people are going to do a kayak as an all-out race. Some of us are doing a light jog just to stay in shape. Some of us are training for a half marathon and we want to set a personal record. So with all these, we're going to be putting forth different effort, which means we're going to be perspiring different amounts. So how do we know how to keep ourselves hydrated? Well, first you need to look at, are you hydrated to start with? The easiest way, and this is very non-scientific, but it does have scientific backing. The easiest way is to see what color your urine is. When you go to the bathroom uh, before you exercise, your urine really should be the color of lemonade, a nice light yellow. If it's the color of Mountain Dew or the color of iced tea, then you are way underhydrated. If it's completely clear, you're probably a little overhydrated. Now, being overhydrated is not too bad of a thing if you're just if you're getting ready to go out and exercise. If you're constantly overhydrated, that can cause problems, but we'll talk about that some other time. Next, you really need to kind of get an idea of how much you sweat. Now, almost everybody thinks they sweat more than anybody else. You'll get done with a, an exercise class and there'll be somebody that barely has a little bit of perspiration in their armpits and oh, I'm sweating like crazy. I can't believe how much I sweat. And then there'll be the person that looks like they just stepped out of the shower. And they'll probably say the same thing. I'm sweating like crazy. I can't believe how much I sweat. So your own opinion of how much you sweat is probably not that accurate. And you could like compare yourself to somebody else and see if you're sweating a lot or a little. But really that doesn't tell you much. If you really care, you can do what's called a sweat test. And in the sweat test, you go pee, you strip down completely naked, you weigh yourself, preferably put your clothes back on, go exercise for a half an hour, come back in, strip down, towel off, weigh yourself again, 
once again, preferably put your clothes back on. Then go find a sweat test calculator on the internet and enter your information in. And it'll tell you how many ounces of water you lose during a typical 30-minute to an hour exercise session. Now, if you exercise harder than that or if it's hotter, then you're obviously going to need more fluids. If you're exercising less or it's cooler, you're going to need less fluids. Also, your rate of perceived sweat is going to depend on how humid it is. I ran a 5K race in Phoenix and absolutely no visible sweat because it was so dry it all evaporated from me. I knew I was sweating because I know how much I sweat, so I managed to stay hydrated. But if somebody wasn't paying attention, they'd think, well, hey, I'm not sweating. I don't need to drink. And you could get yourself in trouble in a hurry in a dry climate. And a lot of people want to say, well, why don't I just drink when I get thirsty? The problem is thirst really only keeps you hydrated when you're sedentary. When you're exercising, if you wait till you're thirsty, you're already behind enough that it's going to affect your cognitive level, your attitude, and your rate of perceived exertion, and just make it feel like a crappier workout session. So if you don't want to go through the trouble of the sweat test, which is really more than most people need to do, you can just go by a rule of thumb that you need about 8 to 16 ounces of of water every 30 minutes depending on your sweat rate. I mean you can look and see if you're sweating more than the average or less than the average and go from there. Now the next question is so what do you need to drink? If you believe the commercials you if you're gonna take more than 10 steps you probably need a sports drink. In reality if you're gonna exercise for less than an hour at less than almost flat-out exercise and it's not that hot, probably you don't need a sports drink. The best thing for you to have would be water. Now, some people just don't like water. They say, I don't like the taste of water, which I don't understand because water really doesn't have any taste. I digress. My problem with you drinking the sports drink if you are exercising for a shorter period of time is there's a very real probability that you're going to consume more calories in the sports drink than you burned doing the exercise. Now, there's a lot of other benefits to exercise, but you'd hate to put on weight just from exercising. Somebody had said, well, I just want to exercise to have some fun. I'm going out to do this for sheer entertainment. Um, what if I want to have a beer with it or a couple or seven or whatever? As long as you're safe, now, beer will not hydrate you or alcoholic beverages will not hydrate you as well as water or a sports drink because they make you pee more. Same thing for highly caffeinated beverages. So if you're going to drink any of these to hydrate yourself, I would strongly recommend that you do that in addition to some water, not instead of water. And also make sure that, especially with the highly caffeinated beverages, the, the energy drinks and the alcohol that you make sure that you stay safe because you know if you're going mountain climbing and drinking beer that's probably a really lousy idea or working doing around the water yeah, alcohol and water don't mix that well so you really need to make sure that you stay safe and the best option for that is just good old-fashioned water and save the other stuff for when you get done now what if you're going to work out for over an hour and you're going to work out strenuously and it's fairly hot at that point, um, probably a sports drink is a good option to start looking into. They've done a lot of research and a lot of 
science behind it to make sure that these beverages are replacing what you're losing so that there's a good bit of science behind it. And if you're exercising for an over an hour, the amount of carbohydrates that you're taking in are probably going to replenish what you've been burning out. So bottom line, if you want your fitness to be funner and better during the warmer months, make sure that you really increase your fluid intake while you're exercising and for about an hour and a half, two hours after you exercise, just to make sure that you are staying hydrated. And once again, you can use the the pee test. You can check the color of your urine an hour and a half after you've exercised when you go to the bathroom. And if it's too dark, you need to keep drinking. And if it's not, then you can lighten up a little bit. I hope that this helps you. I hope that you do get out and enjoy the outdoors and the beautiful weather and that this will help make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.